Hey guys, so what's up? It's me, your boy Gautam, and once again, welcome to my show, Gautam Chill Talks. So, um, it has been. I think I should have posted this episode probably yesterday, but due to um my <laughs> own laziness, and I was committed. Uh, I had my assignments and stuff, so that was. the reason behind the delaying of this episode so sorry for that and yeah before getting into today's episode's content i would like to um you know just give you guys a brief um you know outlook of the topic basically uh we are discussing and talking about um common insecurities six um you know common insecurities uh that's out there and i'm going to give you guys uh you know some simple and uh easy suggestions that would probably be helpful for you guys to overcome this common insecurities uh in today's time so in the previous episode i have covered uh the first two most common and uh, most aware uh, insecurities which are low self esteem and unattractive body image so today i'm going to talk about another two another two um common insecurities and in the upcoming episode i'll talk about the another remaining two uh insecurities and we'll wrap this topic so you know just entering the show so yeah so guys basically so today the third common insecurities that um you know most teenagers most people f- face in today's time is social anxiety this is but mainly this is a uh, insecurity that is mainly faced by i would say probably the teenagers and the current youth uh the younger generation basically people who are from the age group of um you know from 13 to like um 26 25 26 so this um circuit of people this set of people are the ones who commonly face this and i just uh, get this information through statistics so yes So what is social anxiety guys? I think most of us who are listening, most of y'all who are listening, I think are might be in a stage that you guys would have faced this. Um maybe if it's not you guys personally then it could have been your, you know, like maybe your friends, maybe your family members, siblings who might have faced this. So social anxiety is basically you know um people who have um fear to socialize or to you know associate with other people in a social event uh for example you know like um they avoid to they avoid going to like places like parties they avoid going to parties they avoid going to family functions weddings um um family gatherings basically the huge family gatherings um you know like maybe um what can i say yeah basically those kind of things uh going out with friends uh basically this huge events but not necessarily huge events but most commonly um the big social events are the things that 
they are afraid of uh, that they try to avoid but it can also be a small gathering um, with your friends or something like that that's possible also it depends on the person's incentive in intensity of the you know of the anxiety issue so yep and basically from a personal point of view from a personal experience i would like to share you guys that i have also faced social anxiety uh, in my in my early years of my high school when i was in my form 1 and form 2 basically when i was a 13 and 14 uh, these are the two years that i would say one of the most terrible days of my um school days i would say because um there was a lot of things going on uh, i couldn't concentrate on my studies uh, and i was put in a class where i actually don't like to be and my so called classmates are very very um you know they are just um it's very hard to like communicate with them it was very hard to associate with them uh, we have communication problem and all sort of stuff was going on and the afternoon section for the first time i was in the afternoon section and it was very hard for me to you know adapt to that because i i'm coming from a school a primary school where from standard one to standard six i'm only you know like um used to morning section and suddenly in in the afternoon section it just get worse uh, worse and my you know i i started to have this sleeping disorder due to you know my my sleeping pattern changes and all all sorts of things so yeah so during that time i had social anxiety i do not talk much in class i don't communicate with my classmates at all i'm not even kidding at all because the the aura the the how to say the feedback that i got from them when i tried to make my first step was actually very terrifying so um so yeah i was avoiding them and i was avoiding my teachers and i procrastinate I, and i don't do stuff i don't talk at all and i was undergoing my own depression and my own kind of frustration and i just wanted to like you know just wanted to overcome this two years and even i was at a process where i want to change school so that is the level of um deep and intense uh, intensity of uh, social anxiety that i face in my life personally so yeah and but social anxiety is not something that is going to be there for your life uh and at the same time it's it's not you can't say um i mean what i mean is basically like social anxiety is not that you can you are going to carry forward in your life at the same time it could also be something that you know might just go like that you know it's like it's not going to be because some people i personally have experienced social anxiety uh, is there in their life throughout uh, maybe they might realize they that they have uh, social anxiety when they are in their high school and even when they are in, in college in uni and even when after they graduate when they go to work they still face um what can i say anxiety and there are some other people uh, just the opposite scenario the reverse version of people they do have social anxiety uh, at a early age but over the days over the months ages years they 
you know they somehow they find way to overcome their anxiety uh, through for some people it might happen just in the flow you know it it could be a very natural process they don't have to do something specific to overcome their social anxiety but some people um they they are some specific people who do certain things to overcome their social anxiety mostly people who have in intense social uh, anxiety problem so yeah and sorry guys if you guys notice when i say the word intensity i am actually stammering i don't know why <laughs> it's very hard for me to pronounce it now so yeah so guys yeah basically that's all about social anxiety guys i do have friends i don't want to name them but the ones who are listening i think they can um they probably know the people who are listening who are my friends who you guys have social anxiety you guys know who i mean so yeah one of my friends she has social anxiety and she you know suffers from it um sometimes it it, it can be severe sometimes it can be very mild and also my sister she has social anxiety for the people who do know this could be a shocking fact about her so yeah a lot of people she doesn't like to go to family gathering she doesn't she basically avoids all this family gathering huge wedding uh this indian weddings and stuff so yeah um, all this brown functions that is going to, going on in the family and stuff she will try to avoid it so basically that that's how that's how she deals with anxiety but not necessarily so these are the people that i still f- see in my day to day life who face anxiety and mine uh, my anxiety social anxiety i have overcome overcome it but i did not do something specifically to you know just to eliminate the social anxiety part from my life or from my personality or characteristic or whatever you can say it but it happened the changes happened over it didn't happen overnight but it it happened over the days like over the months and you know like when i started to do something when i started to like you know basically for me i feel like my social anxiety got broken uh, got eliminated from my life when i started to enter f- uh i was started to be active in my curriculum a uh, sorry co curriculum what i meant is like uh you know probably being the uh vice president of my st john's um you know school society or you know becoming entering the interact club for an example or starting to play um how to say badminton with uh you know other schools like taking part in the competition and through i was in the choral speaking and uh, yeah so these are the things that and yeah main thing that contributed for me helped me to overcome this was definitely my prefectorial board that's where i gained confidence and that's where i learned a lot of stuffs it was really um a very um a place where i learned so much things in my life and so much inputs of my personality and characteristics came from this cook from my you know prefectorial board and i would say probably my high school life uh, that's where i was been shaped and in that in that process my social anxiety just you know it just one day it just it's not there but still i face i i do have anxiety but it's not social anxiety it's it's not something severe it's it's a very um 
it's a very mild one and it comes sometimes when i want to do my presentation or probably when i'm you know recording a video or something people are recording me and that's when it happens so yeah that's basically my um experience and my story so guys how so that's about the third common insecurity that i want to talk and share to you guys uh social anxiety which is a very common one that you guys might have known so i'm going to give small simple suggestions um not necessarily um it i mean like not necessarily you guys have to like you know like take this seriously or something but if you guys uh do try it and if it works do let me know guys but i personally did not have to uh you know undergo these suggestions because my process of eliminating social anxiety happened uh just happened in the flow of the process of my high school but for people who have severe or mild i think for people who have severe anxiety you guys should take medication uh which i don't know uh, specifically about but as far as i researched i think the severe anxiety needs a medication these are the suggestion i'm going to give for probably the mild um anxiety people who have social anxiety but still it's mild uh, it's still you know it's not that worse so uh, these are the suggestions so the first one is challenge your negative thoughts because basically you start to have social anxiety thinking that people in that gathering in that social event are thinking about you you know discussing about your life you know like um spreading rumors about you gossiping about you and that's when you started to have anxiety and that's when you started to feel you know embarrassed of yourself uh that you might think people are judging you so i think you should challenge your negative thoughts basically what i mean by that is you know uh that thoughts you have to fight with it you must say that it's okay if people talk bad about me it's okay if people talk shit about me still i am i know what am i and you know like i don't care if you judge me i know it's so i i know it's easy to say to challenge your negative thoughts and fight back because it's not that easy thing negative thoughts are made up of you know so much of your inner emotions and your inner thoughts and feelings it is hard to fight it but you do have to battle with your mind and that's the first step so do challenge your negative thoughts and try to you know have a positive mindset over it and the second suggestion that i would like to give it learn to control your breathing guys i think this are this is something um it's very basic because when you are in a social when people who have social anxiety during the social event they will started to have this panic attack there are people who had fa- panic attacks or people who started to have like this <sighs> you know like this how can i say a uh, very heavy breathing a uh, very you know suddenly they started to breathe intensely intense <laughs> i hate this word guys i mean intensely intensely <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry guys so yeah so those people must learn to control your breathing you know just slowly take in and release it you know in and out the air circulation so that might help to you know relax your mind and give you a very chill and uh, stable mindset for you to just you know think uh to do your i mean to process and to take the next step when you are in such position 
and it's just basically just face your fear guys uh that's the third suggestion i would like to give if you think that people are going to judge you by going to this event go there you know like don't care if, i mean it's not like you don't care it's like just go there people talk shit about you it's okay but you don't have to like you know uh, isolate yourself from you know like from having a good time with your friends and your family just because of some people who talk bad about you talk fuck about you talk shit about you you know just face your fear and if you have anxiety talking in front of people it's okay do stand out and talk you know baby steps but it really works and um yeah that's basically i do have another common suggestion that i would like to give for social anxiety um but this is uh, i don't think so mild people who have mild social anxiety should use this but then maybe if, but if you want to consider this uh you can also i think the final one i would like to give the suggestion is talk to a therapist guys it really works therapist is somebody who can can understand the situation that you face in and out when it comes to social anxiety and definitely they have so many suggestions and ideas for you to overcome it so do check out a therapist if needed uh not necessarily uh if you still can work on it work on with the other suggestion that i gave um you know it's more than good so yep so that is the third common uh, insecurity which is social anxiety and in today's video as i told you guys earlier i'm going to cover two so the first one was social anxiety and the next common insecurity the fourth common insecurity that i'm going to talk about today is um sexual desires so basically this is a very taboo um you know like uh insecurity or a taboo touch is in this insecurity but still i'm i am going to address it because when i research i do find out that a lot of people around the world a lot of youngsters not only youngsters you know like middle aged people um even old people from the uh, west they do you know face this insecurities of sexual desires and personally people don't come out and talk about their sexual desires the the insecurities they face due to it which is definitely is not the right thing to do because as a person as an individual you totally have the freedom and right to explore your sexual desires and to you know like to to you know just be you and do what's make you happy and what satisfy you so yep <clears throat> so basically this is going to be uh the sexual the fourth insecurity so what is sexual uh what is a sexual desire guys i'm just asking you all like do you all have one if you guys say no that's going to be a huge lie because um most i'm not saying everybody but most of us especially in malaysia i would say the younger generation we all have our own sexual desires and it's not wrong to have one please don't be stereotype uh, when it comes to sexual desires so yeah it is okay for you to you know like have a thought on how to you know like satisfy yourself in a sexual um you know in on a sexual act so it's not wrong 
basically people are insecure to open up their sexual desires mostly to their partners actually because um they can't talk about this especially in the malaysian society uh, you can't talk about this to your parents or your siblings basically you can't talk about this to your family members you can't open up about it to your family members and you can only open up it to certain friends but mostly we don't talk about our sexual desire to your, our friends and the only person that we want to talk about this uh, desperately is definitely our partner our significant partner no matter it could be your you know your your husband your wife your boyfriend your girlfriend or your sexual partner anybody but but still that is um you know an obstacle uh there is a gap for you to talk about this you can't open up about this especially your sexual desire to your partner even to your partner who should actually <laughs> actually the necessity is there for your partner to know but still you can't open up it due to the you know the the societal um the society's point of view the society's judgments which is have been set in our society for a long time now and usually the ones who face uh insecurity and disadvantage to state their sexual desire to your part to their partner is most commonly are girls compared to guys because uh girls have been you know the way they have been portrayed in the society is to not have their own sexual um fetish so that is something wrong and every as a person everybody has rights to explore their fetish and nothing is wrong with it personally i have my own fetish and yeah so that is about it so i'm going to give you guys suggestions on how to deal with this insecurity this special unique uh insecurity which is sexual desire so basically this um suggestions are just very simple yet i researched this a lot because um i don't because as this is a taboo touch i don't want to you know just tell um you know something random so i try to be very specific so the first suggestion that i would like to give is um share your sexual desires with your partner this is something very basic and very important guys because if you don't share it with your partners they will never know that you have this fetish it's it's how to say it's the second part it's the b it's the you know it's the b what i mean by b is it's the second part where they want to accept it or they are giving or you know whatever their feedback is that's the second part but the first part is you have to open up open up it to them if even though they like it or they don't they don't like it but they have the necessity to know you might never know they might understand you and you know just accept your sexual fetish and it might work and maybe it could be a situation and, and an opportunity for them to open up about their sexual preference so yep and the second suggestion that i would like to give is talk to a professional a uh, sex coach or a therapist if possible if you guys have um you know this kind of uh, shyness or you know a bit of how to say 
awkwardness or uncomfortableness to talk about it to your partner you can open up it to a professional therapist or a coach or a sex coach definitely they would guide you on the right path and will definitely you know like give you counseling on how to deal with this and um they would probably make you and your partner to sit and you know like discuss and talk about it basically and just sort out the issue and coming to a conclusion for the satisfaction and the final suggestion that i would like to give is this is the most important and the best hands on practical so basically the last suggestion is explore your fetish your desire with your partner this is so common take the shot guys i mean if you like oral go for it if you like i don't know anal or whatever <laughs> sexual preference or fetish you might have just go for it and you don't have to feel shy about it you can always explore it with your partner and if your fetish if your sexual desire um you know if it's if it's if it relates your partner you can go with your partner or if it if it's an individual act you can still do for it i think people who are listening to this are i really hope you guys are mature listeners and not going to take it uh, you know like wrongly or something i'm being very honest here because this is something it is out there no matter it's not only faced by youngsters guys as i told you guys earlier even middle aged people married women married men they are cheating on their partners due to this reason the main factor is they don't talk about their sexual desire this they first of all this is not even an insecurity but our society have made this an insecurity as well so yeah guys so basically don't feel shy about your sexual desire if you are a human it's normal to feel like that and that's why you have sexual hormones so i'm going to close up today's episode with this guys so in today's episode basically i cover two common insecurities which is the third and the fourth in the list of six common insecurities that i want to list out and today we covered social anxiety and sexual desire these are the two common insecurities for today and i really hope that i've given you guys some really really useful suggestions uh, on this both uh, insecurity and i i really try to touch overall especially on the sexual desire and uh, i really hope that again i really hope people who are listening to this um if you guys are not okay with the sexual desire um it's cool um i'm not going to apologize because this is something that i have to put in here to most of the people who are hearing uh but uh, due to the respect that i have for you know uh the listeners um just if you don't like it you can always ignore it uh and i really hope that this might help you guys you know all these common insecurities i really hope that this will you know help you guys and uh yeah so on the next upcoming episode i will cover the remaining two insecurities and it will be a wrap for uh this topic 
and then again and again i'm telling you guys um about the body positivity i'll definitely make a topic out of it on my next podcast of series so no worries a lot of you all were asking me about the body positivity still so uh definitely i'm going to do that on after wrapping up this topic so yeah and again and again just um a humble thanks to all of you guys uh, listeners friends who are always supporting me and keep listening to you know hashtag #gotham chill talks and hashtag #spread positivity and have a good night folks it's 12:30 and i'm going to hit the bed so you know just Bye. Hey guys, so what's up? It's me your boy Gautam and once again welcome to my show Gautam Chill Talks. So um it has been I think I should have posted this episode probably yesterday but due to um my <laughs> own laziness and I was committed uh, I had my assignments and stuff. So that was the reason behind the delaying of this episode so sorry for that and yeah before getting into today's episode's content i would like to um you know just give you guys a brief um you know outlook of the topic basically uh, we are discussing and talking about um common insecurities six um you know common insecurities uh that's out there and i'm going to give you guys uh you know some simple and uh easy suggestions that would probably be helpful for you guys to overcome this common insecurities uh in today's time so in the previous episode i have covered uh the first two most common and uh, most aware uh, insecurities which are low self esteem and unattractive body image so today i'm going to talk about another two another two um common insecurities and in the upcoming episode i'll talk about the another remaining two uh insecurities and we'll wrap this topic so you know i'm just entering the show so yep so guys basically so today the third common insecurities that um you know most teenagers most people f- face in today's time is social anxiety this is but mainly this is a uh, insecurity that is mainly faced by i would say probably the teenagers and the current youth uh the younger generation basically people who are from the age group of um you know from 13 to like um 26 25 26 so this um circuit of people this set of people are the ones who commonly face this and i just uh, get this information through statistics so yes So what is social anxiety guys? I think most of us who are listening, most of y'all who are listening, I think are might be in a stage that you guys would have faced this. Um maybe if it's not you guys personally then it could have been your, you know, like maybe your friends, maybe your family members, siblings who might have faced this. So social anxiety is basically you know um people 
who have um, fear to socialize or to, you know, associate with other people in a social event. Uh, for example, you know, like um, they avoid to they avoid going to like places like parties they avoid going to parties they avoid going to family functions weddings um um family gatherings basically the huge family gatherings um you know like maybe um what can i say yeah basically those kind of things uh going out with friends uh Basically, this huge events, but not necessarily huge events, but most commonly, um, the big social events are the things that they are afraid of, uh, that they try to avoid. But it can also be a small gathering um, with your friends or something like that. That's possible also. It depends on the person's incent- in- intensity of the, you know, of the anxiety issue. So, yep. And basically, from a personal point of view, from a personal experience, I would like to share you guys that I have also faced social anxiety uh, in my in my early years of my high school when I was in my form one and form two. Basically, when I was a thirteen and fourteen, uh, these are the two years that I would say one of the most terrible days of my um, school days. I would say because. Um, there was a lot of things going on uh, i couldn't concentrate on my studies uh, and i was put in a class where i actually don't like to be and my so called classmates are very very um, you know they are just um it's very hard to like communicate with them it was very hard to associate with them uh, we have communication problem and all sort of stuff was going on and the afternoon section for the first time i was in the afternoon section and it was very hard for me to you know adapt to that because i i'm coming from a school a primary school where from standard 1 to standard 6 i'm only you know like um used to morning section and suddenly in in the afternoon section it just get worse uh, worse and my you know i i started to have this sleeping disorder due to you know my my sleeping pattern changes and all all sorts of things so yeah so during that time i had social anxiety i do not talk much in class i don't communicate with my classmates at all i'm not even kidding at all because the the aura the the how to say the feedback that i got from them when i tried to make my first step was actually very terrifying so um so yeah i was avoiding them and i was avoiding my teachers and i procrastinate I, and i don't do stuff i don't talk at all and i was undergoing my own depression and my own kind of frustration and i just wanted to like you know just wanted to overcome this two years and even i was at a process where i want to change school so that is the level of um deep and incent uh, intensity of uh, social anxiety that i face in my life personally so yeah and but social anxiety is not something that is going to be there for your life uh and at the same time it's it's not you can't say um i mean what i mean is basically like social anxiety is not that you can you are going to carry forward in your life at the same time it could also be something that you know might just go like that 
you know it's like it's not going to be because some people i personally have experienced social anxiety uh, is there in their life throughout uh, maybe they might realize they that they have uh, social anxiety when they are in their high school and even when they are in, in college in uni and even when after they graduate when they go to work they still face um what can i say anxiety and there are some other people uh, just the opposite scenario the reverse version of people they do have social anxiety uh, at a early age but over the days over the months ages years they you know they somehow they find way to overcome their anxiety uh, through for some people it might happen just in the flow you know it, it could be a very natural process they don't have to do something specific to overcome their social anxiety but some people um they they are some specific people who do certain things to overcome their social anxiety mostly people who have in intense social uh, anxiety problem so yeah and sorry guys if you guys notice when i say the word intensity i am actually stammering i don't know why <laughs> it's very hard for me to pronounce it now so yeah so guys yeah basically that's all about social anxiety guys i do have friends i don't want to name them but the ones who are listening i think they can um they probably know the people who are listening who are my friends who you guys have social anxiety you guys know who i mean so yeah one of my friends she has social anxiety and she you know suffers from it um sometimes it it, it can be severe sometimes it can be very mild and also my sister she has social anxiety for the people who do know this could be a shocking fact about her so yeah a lot of people she doesn't like to go to family gathering she doesn't she basically avoids all this family gathering huge wedding uh, this indian weddings and stuff so yeah um, all this brown functions that is going to, going on in the family and stuff she will try to avoid it so basically that that's how that's how she deals with anxiety but not necessarily so these are the people that i still f- see in my day to day life who face anxiety and mine uh, my anxiety social anxiety i have overcome overcome it but i did not do something specifically to you know just to eliminate the social anxiety part from my life or from my personality or characteristic or whatever you can say it but it happened the changes happen over it didn't happen overnight but it it happened over the days like over the months and you know like when i started to do something when i started to like you know basically for me i feel like my social anxiety got broken uh, got eliminated from my life when i started to enter f- uh i was started to be active in my curriculum a uh, sorry co curriculum what i meant is like uh, you know probably being the uh, vice president of my st john's um, you know school society or you know becoming entering the interact club for an example or starting to play um how to say badminton with uh you know other schools like taking part in the competition and through i was in the choral speaking and uh, yeah so these are the things that and yeah main thing that contributed for me helped me to overcome this was definitely my prefectorial board that's where i gained confidence and that's where i learned a lot of stuff it was really um a very um 
a place where I learn so much things in my life and so much inputs of my personality and characteristics came from this cook, from my, you know, perfect ideal board. And I would say probably my high school life, uh, that's where I was being shaped. And in that, in that process, my social anxiety just, you know, it just one day it just, it's not there. But still, I face. I I do have anxiety, but it's not social anxiety. It's it's not something severe. It's it's a very um, it's a very mild one, and it comes sometimes when I want to do my presentation, or probably when I'm you know recording a video or something. People are recording me, and that's when it happens. So yeah, that's basically my um, experience and my story. So guys, how so that's about the third common insecurity that I want to talk and share to you guys are uh, social anxiety, which is a very common one that you guys might have known. So I'm gonna give small simple suggestions, um, not necessarily um, it. I mean, like, not necessarily you guys have to like, you know, like take this seriously or something. But if you guys uh, do try it. And if it works, do let me know, guys. But I personally did not have to, uh, you know, undergo these suggestions because my process of eliminating social anxiety happened, uh, just happened in the flow of the process of my high school. But for people who have severe or mild, I think for people who have severe anxiety, you guys should take medication, uh, which I don't know uh, specifically about, but as far as i researched i think the severe anxiety needs a medication these are the suggestion i'm going to give for probably the mild um, anxiety people who have social anxiety but still it's mild uh, it's still you know it's not that worse so uh, these are the suggestions so the first one is challenge your negative thoughts because basically you start to have social anxiety thinking that people in that gathering in that social event are thinking about you you know discussing about your life you know like um spreading rumors about you gossiping about you and that's when you started to have anxiety and that's when you started to feel you know embarrassed of yourself uh that you might think people are judging you so i think you should challenge your negative thoughts basically what i mean by that is you know uh that thoughts you have to fight with it you must say that it's okay if people talk bad about me it's okay if people talk shit about me still i am i know what am i and you know like i don't care if you judge me i know it's so i i know it's easy to say to challenge your negative thoughts and fight back because it's not that easy thing negative thoughts are made up of you know so much of your inner emotions and your inner thoughts and feelings it is hard to fight it but you do have to battle with your mind and that's the first step so do challenge your negative thoughts and try to you know have a positive mindset over it and the second suggestion that i would like to give it learn to control your breathing guys i think this are this is something um it's very basic because when you are in a social when people who have social anxiety during the social event they will started to have this panic attack there are people who had fa- panic attacks or people who started to have like this <sighs> you know like this how can i say a uh, very heavy breathing a uh, very you know suddenly they started to breathe intensely intense 
I hate this word guys I mean intensely intensely <laughs> sorry I'm so sorry guys so yeah so those people must learn to control your breathing you know just slowly take in and release it you know in and out the ab circulation so that might help to you know relax your mind and give you a very chill and uh, stable mindset for you to just you know think uh to do your i mean to process and to take the next step when you are in such position and it's just basically just face your fear guys uh that's the third suggestion i would like to give if you think that people are going to judge you by going to this event go there you know like don't care if, i mean it's not like you don't care it's like just go there people talk shit about you it's okay but you don't have to like you know uh, isolate yourself from you know like from having a good time with your friends and your family just because of some people who talk bad about you talk fuck about you talk shit about you you know just face your fear and if you have anxiety talking in front of people it's okay do stand out and talk you know baby steps but it really works and um yeah that's basically i do have another common suggestion that i would like to give for social anxiety um but this is i don't think so mild people who have mild social anxiety should use this but then maybe if, but if you want to consider this uh you can also i think the final one i would like to give the suggestion is talk to a therapist guys it really works therapist is somebody who can can understand the situation that you face in and out when it comes to social anxiety and definitely they have so many suggestions and ideas for you to overcome it so do check out a therapist if needed uh not necessarily uh if you still can work on it work on with the other suggestion that i gave um you know it's more than good so yep so that is the third common uh, insecurity which is social anxiety and in today's video as i told you guys earlier i'm going to cover two so the first one was social anxiety and the next common insecurity the fourth common insecurity that i'm going to talk about today is um sexual desires so basically this is a very taboo um you know like uh insecurity or a taboo touch is in this insecurity but still i'm i am going to address it because when i research i do find out that a lot of people around the world a lot of youngsters not only youngsters you know like middle aged people um even old people from the uh, west they do you know face this insecurities of sexual desires and personally people don't come out and talk about their sexual desires the the insecurities they face due to it which is definitely is not the right thing to do because as a person as an individual you totally have the freedom and right to explore your sexual desires and to you know like to to you know just be you and do what's make you happy and what satisfy you so yep <clears throat> so basically this is going to be uh the sexual the fourth insecurity so what is sexual uh what is a sexual desire guys i'm just asking you all like do you all have one 
if you guys say no that's going to be a huge lie because um most i'm not saying everybody but most of us especially in malaysia i would say the younger generation we all have our own sexual desires and it's not wrong to have one please don't be stereotype uh, when it comes to sexual desires so yeah it is okay for you to you know like have a thought on how to you know like satisfy yourself in a sexual um you know in on a sexual act so it's not wrong <clears throat> basically people are insecure to open up their sexual desires mostly to their partners actually because um they can't talk about this especially in the malaysian society uh, you can't talk about this to your parents or your siblings basically you can't talk about this to your family members you can't open up about it to your family members and you can only open up it to certain friends but mostly we don't talk about our sexual desire to your, our friends and the only person that we want to talk about this uh, desperately is definitely our partner our significant partner no matter it could be your you know your your husband your wife your boyfriend your girlfriend or your sexual partner anybody but but still there is um you know an obstacle uh there is a gap for you to talk about this you can't open up about this especially your sexual desire to your partner even to your partner who should actually <laughs> actually the necessity is there for your partner to know but still you can't open up it due to the you know the the societal um the society's point of view the society's judgments which is have been set in our society for a long time now and usually the ones who face uh insecurity and disadvantage to state their sexual design to your part to their partner is most commonly are girls compared to guys because uh girls have been you know the way they have been portrayed in the society is to not have their own sexual um fetish so that is something wrong and every as a person everybody has rights to explore their fetish and nothing is wrong with it personally i have my own fetish and yeah so that is about it so i'm going to give you guys suggestions on how to deal with this insecurity this special unique uh, insecurity which is sexual desire so basically this um suggestions are just very simple yet i researched this a lot because um i don't because as this is a taboo touch i don't want to you know just tell um you know something random so i try to be very specific so the first suggestion that i would like to give is um share your sexual desires with your partner this is something very basic and very important guys because if you don't share it with your partners they will never know that you have this fetish it's it's how to say it's the second part it's the b it's the you know it's the b what i mean by b is it's the second part where they want to accept it or they are giving or you know whatever their feedback is that's the second part but the first part is you have to open up open up it to them if even though they like it or they don't they don't like it but they have the necessity to know 
you might never know they might understand you and you know just accept your sexual fetish and it might work and maybe it could be a situation and, a, and an opportunity for them to open up about their sexual preference so yep and the second suggestion that i would like to give is talk to a professional a sex coach or a therapist if possible if you guys have um you know this kind of uh, shyness or you know a bit of how to say awkwardness or uncomfortableness to talk about it to your partner you can open up it to a professional therapist or a coach or a sex coach definitely they would guide you on the right path and will definitely you know like give you counseling on how to deal with this and um they would probably make you and your partner to sit and you know like discuss and talk about it basically and just sort out the issue and coming to a conclusion for the satisfaction and the final suggestion that i would like to give is this is the most important and the best hands on practical so basically the last suggestion is explore your fetish your desire with your partner this is so common take the shot guys i mean if you like oral go for it if you like i don't know anal or whatever <laughs> sexual preference or fetish you might have just go for it and you don't have to feel shy about it you can always explore it with your partner and if your fetish if your sexual desire um you know if it's if it's if it relates your partner you can go with your partner or if it if it's an individual act you can still do for it i think people who are listening to this are i really hope you guys are mature listeners and not going to take it uh, you know like wrongly or something i'm being very honest here because this is something it is out there no matter it's not only faced by youngsters guys as i told you guys earlier even middle aged people married women married men they are cheating on their partners due to this reason the main factor is they don't talk about their sexual desire this they first of all this is not even an insecurity but our society have made this an insecurity as well so yeah guys so basically don't feel shy about your sexual desire if you are a human it's normal to feel like that and that's why you have sexual hormones so i'm going to close up today's episode with this guys so in today's episode basically i covered two common insecurities which is the third and the fourth in the list of six common insecurities that i want to list out and today we covered social anxiety and sexual desire these are the two common insecurities for today and i really hope that i've given you guys some really really useful suggestions uh, on this both uh, insecurity and i i really try to touch overall especially on the sexual desire and uh, i really hope that again i really hope people who are listening to this um if you guys are not okay with the sexual desire um it's cool um i'm not going to apologize because this is something that i have to put in here to most of the people who are hearing 
but uh, due to the respect that I have for you know uh, the listeners um, just if you don't like it you can always ignore it uh, and I really hope that this might help you guys you know all this common insecurities I really hope that this will you know help you guys and uh, yeah so on the next upcoming episode i will cover the remaining two insecurities and it will be a wrap for uh, this topic and then again and again i'm telling you guys um, about the body positivity i'll definitely make a topic out of it on my next podcast of series so no worries a lot of you all were asking me about the body positivity still so uh, definitely i'm going to do that on after wrapping up this topic so yeah and again and again just um, a humble thanks to all of you guys uh, listeners friends who are always supporting me and keep listening to you know hashtag Gotham chill talks and hashtag spread positivity and have a good night folks it's twelve thirty, and i'm gonna hit the bed so you know just bye